council meeting. We can start off with our pledge of allegiance. Our pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, into the Republic, which is stand, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This meeting is now called to order. In light of the purpose of Christ's long-standing policy of local government and in compliance with the meetings act, I wish to advise you that adequate notice of this regular scheduled meeting was sent to the Asbury Park Press and other local newspapers on January 10th, 2022. Each instance of the date, time, and location of this meeting were provided in the notice. This meeting is open to the public. Roll call. Councilmember Beaver? Here. Virgil? Here. Booker? Here. Elon? Here. Dylan? Present. Mommy? Here. And there probably is on Zoom. Alright, so first up we'll ask for uh, remarks from the audience. If there's anybody in person or online like the heard, just please state your name and your address, and you've got up to three minutes to address the governing body. Would anybody like here? Second. 
Rose Beaver? Yes. Birdsall? Yes. Booker? Mayor, if, if I just have the floor for 30 seconds, um, uh, <clears throat> while I, I, I support and, and the, the need for standards and with the far as bulk heading, making sure that we have um, a consistency uh, in, in how, how we're handling our bulkheads, both those of our own, which has been made clear uh, previously that, that um, we have, I think, three bulkheads of our own that sort of fall in this category, uh, and, and efforts are being taken to address uh, those bulkheads. I think it's critical because uh, if we're going to ask uh, the residents to, to, to meet a standard, we have to meet it as well. So I want to make sure that it's on the record that that is in process and is, as, and is in motion as well. Um, uh, the one thing I would also say is that while this is very important, we need to make sure that, that, that we have the appropriate mitigations um, in place. I do have some concerns about the amount of time it's given for residents to be, to be able to, to complete the work given all the supply chain issues, et cetera, et cetera. So I just, I just wanted to, to uh, make, that, uh, uh, make that statement. Uh, but again, it is important that, that we um, take care of our own bulkheads and then secondly, to, to um, work with folks as best we can to meet these deadlines. We, we understand that, that it's going to be a challenge for some folks with permitting and other things that, that, that would you know, add to, to the time right here. So with, with that, I'll support you, I guess. Yeah, I agree with your comments too, uh, Councilman. Thanks. Uh, Adelano? Yes. Fiona? Lonnie? Yes. Alright, uh, ordinance 322 has been adopted. We're going on to take individual action and new business. Output in the amount of $433,671.96. Would anybody like to make a motion to this output list? So moved. Second. Alright, Councilmember Beaver? Yes. Birdsall? Yes. Booker? Yes. Adelano? Yes. Gillen? Yes. Allow me. Yes. Alright, the voucher list has been approved. We are already on to mayor and council committee comments. So anyone on the council want to speak regarding your committees? You have the floor yours. Mayor, uh, this is Sam if you can hear me. Uh, I'll give a beach update. We got a pretty good one from uh, Don Klein. Uh, first of all, our junior lifeguard program one, two, and three sessions have been all sold out. Each one of those had 95 spots in it, and the fourth session has only 17 spots left. So um, that's pretty awesome that we're doing that. Uh, we'll, be selling, we'll be selling beach badges online um, and uh, at the pavilion starting Saturday, April 9th, uh, 10 to 4. And we have a lifeguard screening test at Neptune Aquatic Center and uh, the beach tower bids are out and we should hear something by the 12th of this month. So um, they're moving forward. That's all I got. Nice and thanks. That's all great stuff. It should be a great beach here again. I just have, speaking for DPW, um, they've been working diligently to get to prep and get ready for the summer. Um, one of the things they were able to accomplish this past couple of weeks was to get a uh, Clear path along the seawall on the north side of uh, on the north end of town um, that will allow them to take the uh, 
UTVs down to pick up garbage along that route there uh, from the garbage cans, or if they need to get up that end that way. We did not previously have that access um, over the past few years, uh, and we're not allowed to bring any equipment up there due to the birds. Uh, this gives us uh, at least a path to get up to the north end if we need to uh, without disturbing the birds. So I want to thank them for, doing, for, for working so hard to get that in place. Um, and again, they're going to be working much harder over the next couple couple weeks to get ready for the summer. So I, uh, I want to thank them for all their hard work. That's all I've got for now. Thanks, Dan. Very good. Mayor, on behalf of the administration, a couple of things. Um, we had our fourth meeting uh, last week. It went well overall. Um, as I've reported in the past, the top area for us is ordinance enforcement. Um, so a couple of them, I want to go through the status of them right now real quickly. Um, from a maturity perspective, I would say the parking ordinance is further along than the others that I'll discuss. Uh, we completed that. The review was done by the council. It's with Roger for final review. So hopefully, Richard, we're going to get that done if it's not already done. Um, because we want to get that into the judge this month for review and final approval. Um, and we look to have that in place by Memorial Day, which will be a significant change to try to curb some of the illegal parking in town and change the fines associated with that. Um, I also believe, and we discussed this as part of the committee, is we should communicate this with the town somehow. Because with the significant parking fine changes, we don't want to surprise anybody. So we want to make sure that is understood. I've discussed it with Councilman Lamia to potentially put it into the newsletter that he's going to talk about with us later on today. But I want to make sure that we do make an effort to make sure our residents are aware of the fact that we're making this change because they will be affected by it also. So we don't want any surprises there. We can also put it on the sign out front. Right. We, I talked with Brett today, the chief, about potentially putting on an electronic sign. He was thinking about that. So uh, it sounds like we have about a month until we're ready to rock and roll. And I think, you know, I'm open to a lot of suggestions on how we communicate that with the residents. Brett, anything you want to add to that? No, we'll make it work. Yeah. We'll get done that. It's not a problem. Good. Here we can do it. Okay, the second thing is on bulkhead ordinance, uh, and Jeff alluded to this a couple minutes ago. That ordinance we, we just finalized today and approved by the council. Um, one of its primary objectives was to extend all of the timelines associated with steps along the way between putting a plan together, capital permitting, starting work, completing work. So hopefully, Jeff, your primary concern will be addressed in the way we, re we issued that ordinance. Um, we're, we're working with CME uh, to get their view of how we made out with the first rollout. We put a letter out to all the affected residents. So we want to understand what was the response rate associated with that. What did we get out of that? Because in reality, we're effectively doing a restart right now with this new ordinance. So we want to make sure that this is rolled out in an effective way. It's communicated effectively. Um, in my view of all of the ordinances that we're focused on, this is going to be one of the more challenging ones because this is very impactful to the residents, as, as Councilman Booker just said. But we do want to make sure we stay focused on getting this done because it is a threat to the entire town. Residents close by if we don't do something. And we also have three of those bulkheads ourselves that we have to take care of. Jeff may comment on that a little bit more in the finance uh, uh, section if he wants to do that. Um, <clears throat> So we're, we're moving ahead with that. Um, that one's going to be a challenge because it's going to be both painful to implement and painful to enforce, but it's critically important that we do it going forward. The last one I'll mention is something that was talked about as a council and it relates to short-term rentals in town. And I think we've had a lot of good discussion about this. Uh, Tom Hagee has done a great job of putting together a draft ordinance. We reviewed it last week as part of our meeting. 
Um, we also, over the last several weeks, studied a variety of other towns to understand what adjacent towns do, both in terms of uh, shortness of stay, registration fees, penalties, and all those kind of things. We're bringing all of that experience to bear a little bit in trying to draft an initial resolution on, on, on our part. Um, so we're working in an update of that draft ordinance now. We are quite a ways away from actually implementing this. The committee basically said, let's do our work, let's get it right, let's review it with the council and legal, and plan on rolling it out in 2023. Not this year, because a lot of the Airbnbs and VRBOs in town have already rented up for the summer. So retroactive would be very difficult. So the thought is take our time, get it right, solidify it, put it in place, communicate it, so that next year when we go forward, um, people are aware of it. Um, some interesting things I learned about this in the process, I looked at about 15 towns in the adjacent areas. They ranged everywhere from three days to 30 days on what a short-term rental was. So I think the council has discussed something on the order of three to seven. We'll make a decision on that further down the road as a group. Um, there's also sort of a standard registration fee that people charge. It's done on an annual basis, typically around $500. I would say Highlands has one of the most mature ordinances. That's what they charge. The other thing that's very interesting is the majority of the towns that have put ordinances in place actually take advantage of the state-authorized municipality tax that you can apply to short-term rentals. And it's anywhere between 2 and 3%. So in my review, I can find about 50 to 60 uh, Airbnbs and VRBOs in town. So when we do this, um, you know, our primary objective is to make sure we have the right kind of stay, the right kind of registration, we have the right information on who the owner is, what is the point of contact if we have to reach somebody in case of an emergency. But we also want to have a system that's pretty easy to operate. And Mike Baskin, in fact, was telling us today about a system that automates this whole process and it can make it really easy to track people have to register. So it takes a lot of the burden off the administration side of the council and Tom Hagee to do it in somewhat of an automated way that you do it in partnership with the Airbnb and VRBO. So a lot more to come on this. Um, I think probably in the next two or three months we'll have a draft to discuss with the council, firm it up, and then look to have something in place for next year. Thanks. That's it, Mayor. Thank you, Gerwin. Anyone else? Uh, just a brief on the court. So, uh, the administrator and there, everything's going very well. They're quite pleased. And the next court date is this Thursday at 2 30. And just an update from PR, the, the PR council members met uh, yesterday and we went through uh, some documentation. We're, we're planning on delivering a newsletter to the Sea Breeze. Um, I sent a test sample to Chris today so we can make sure that it actually functions. Still a couple more updates I'm waiting for that would include activity that's going on in town with the bridge and crosswalks and repaving. Uh, I have a, a connection uh, at the state level that's gonna get me some feedback hopefully by the end of the week. So once we have that, um, we'll be looking <coughs> to generate that newsletter. Uh, it'll be electronic, but we will make it available uh, in several different methods. Um, I think it's been a long time. It's been about five years since we had a newsletter. So we'll get this out and we'll do it quarterly. Um, on the rec center, um, the gym's coming along. Uh, the Cub Scouts are going to be there on Saturday. They're going to do their Pinewood Derby. 
that will be the first use of it in a long time. And then Monday, the floor is going to be refinished. So the gym will be restriped for basketball and pickleball. And it'll take about a week before it's really walkable. Um, so that's all you know, set up. And I'm hoping that a few other things that we want to accomplish over there um, that will enhance the building's uh, usability and appearance and safety uh, we'll be able to fund them hopefully this year and uh, you know get that building back into the shape for the community. And that's it. I just have one, one other item for DPW, um, if you don't mind, Jeff. Um, I just wanted to let folks know I just I did have a meeting with the uh, our town engineer. Uh, they are moving forward with the um, street end platform on Peach Street. So that should be hopefully finished by the time we meet again for our council meeting. Um, they weren't able to get the one, I'm not on Beach Street, on Center Street. Uh, they weren't able to get the one on Beach Street just yet because there's some, some issues going on there with the uh, pump station, and that, the pump that's there. So uh, we're gonna work that out hopefully with, you know, in the, in the next couple of years, in the next year or so. Uh, there's a couple of issues there, but um, we are moving forward on the Center Street platform, so that should be done soon. It's going to be a nice little addition down there. Yeah, it's going to be great. I mean, you'll, you'll see a lot of use out of it. Yeah. One, one other mention, I want to thank Public Works coordinated getting uh, a curb that was damaged for many years uh, over about 1180 Ocean Avenue. So now they put the mat in there and repaved it. And uh, it's covered up now. We're expecting a storm, but it's, it should be dry yeah, I, and make it through. I think it's set up pretty well. Yeah, they, they replaced a couple curbs uh, that got damaged during our last storm too, so they were able to get that done today. Okay. I didn't see the guys out there. Mayor, if I, if I may, uh, uh, a um, from, from my uh, community had an opportunity um, this afternoon to meet with my basket and go over uh, the upcoming budget presentation. Um, we, uh, uh, there'll be more detail to come in the next meeting a couple of the highlights um, from the third year, I believe, uh, there'll, there'll be a small increase in the municipal tax rate, which, which, which I think the committee is proud of, and the administration should be proud of that. Not a lot of towns are doing that, and, and, and being able to, uh, to be good stewards of the public treasury is important, and, and I, I believe that, that collectively we're doing that. So um, it's important to, to, to maintain uh, you know, tight control of finances because there can come times we have to make investments, things happen, things come up, and you want to be prepared for that. So, and I think that we are. So, it's a testament to our department heads and the administration as a whole uh, for being good stewards operationally of, of the organization. Um, and like I said, more will come on that uh, in the uh, next meeting to come. I also wanted to, um, from a revenue perspective, I wanted to raise uh, again for discussion uh, and, and, and to get uh, sort of poll our council here with respect uh, to, to cannabis. Um, and as we're all aware, uh, cannabis is, uh, was, was legalized in the state of New Jersey uh, and we've had a number of folks come before us uh, in, in recent months uh, talking about the, the, uh, the desire to open a dispensary in our town. Um, we, uh, last year, uh, opted out when there, were, when there was a lack of, of uh, uh, resources as far as information and guidelines from the Cannabis Regulatory Commission. Uh, that, that commission has now uh, has put out several sets of guidelines and, 
and the 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 uh, uh, situation in New Jersey, while not 100% perfect, is far more mature uh, from regulatory perspective than what it was. Um, so uh, I am uh, believing, based on what I have seen, research that I have done, um, that Seabright would do well to 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 take advantage of the economic opportunity uh, that a grab and go cannabis class five dispensary would bring for us. Um, again, this is not uh, your, your Saturday night, Saturday night, night live uh, skit uh, sort of scenario. These, these dispensaries look like banks and, and, and they're set up in, in a very uh, clean, safe, uh, you know, um, efficient way. Uh, I've been in a few um, myself to get, to get a feel of what it looks like in there, that sort of thing. Um, and uh, the opportunity to raise revenue is significant. Will it be a million dollars? No. Is it going to be zero? No. <laughs> but, but, but it'll be more than zero, less than a million. So um, uh, as such, I think it's important that, that we uh, see where folks are. I believe that we should opt back in uh, and, and then uh, solicit proposals from interested parties who would, who would look to uh, have their dispensary here in the event that they, they receive a state license. So, uh, that's my position, and I wanted to see where we were. Uh, we talked about it, we've seen some things. Just want to get folks' perspective on that if we could. Would you like me to put this on the workshop? Yes, I would. So I, I, I would make a motion that we can put it on the workshop to be able to discuss more fully. So, what is the objection? Right, sounds good. We'll do that one at the next workshop meeting. Sounds good, yeah. Anything else? Yeah. I know. Oh yeah. The only uh, I'm going to keep it simple. Just one obvious uh, public reminder that our first town hall regarding uh, the school regulation topic is this coming Monday, right there at uh, 7 p.m. So uh, hopefully we can turn out. Uh, I have an agenda ready, and I'm going to scrub it with uh, our own Uncle Jack and our attorneys and uh, Joe by the weekend. And um, I know the Highlands is having their first public meeting regarding the same topic tonight, so I'm sure that is quite colorful. Um, and aside from that, I would say uh, progress. And if anyone wants to discuss anything prior to the uh, uh, our first time we'll meeting Monday night, just give me a call, or uh, I'll meet you over the weekend. And aside from that, I would say progress. And um, thank you all for your comments. Uh, we do not have an executive session tonight, so that pretty much will bring it into our meeting. And with that said, would anybody like to make a motion to adjourn this meeting? So moved. Second. All right. Councilmember Beaver? Yes. Birdsall? Yes. Booker? Yes. Alana? Yes. Dilla? Yes. And Mama? Yes.